What's up, Stranger Talk? Welcome back. Welcome back to... Welcome to Hawkins Recap. I'm your host, Bryson. And... Welcome to... The Masquery... The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. Enjoy. Trapped in the Upside Down. Steve Harrington is saved from being eaten by bat creatures by Nancy Wheeler, Robin Buckley, and Eddie Munson. As they fight the bats off with oars, Steve brutally and fatally bashes the one that was choking him. More bats start to converge on the group, blocking off the wave gate, as dubbed by Dustin Henderson and the group flees into the nearby woods. Jack Sullivan releases, releases Wallace from his heat torture, and this time Wallace agrees to give up Eleven's location, but begs Sullivan not to kill her. Eleven tries to crumple a can of coke, but is again haunted by memories of the massacre, and cannot do it. Watching her, Sam Owens berates her, berates Martin Brenner for pushing her too hard, believing their efforts to be in vain. Brenner privately talks to Eleven, encouraging her to keep pushing through her memories despite her believing she killed her other psychic children. As Eleven prepares to go back inside Nina, Brenner pulls the security tape from 1979, the day of the massacre, and allows it to play on Nina's screen as Eleven's slips into her memory. Max Mayfield, Lucas Sinclair, and Dustin Henderson awkwardly try to lie to Chief Kelvin Powell, as she loves this game, about why, about why they were at Lover's Lake. They claim not to know where Eddie is, which Eric and Sinclair points out is a lie. As the, as the parents start to argue, Powell gets them all in line and starts to interview the kids individually. Starting with Max, Nancy, Justice Steve's right womb, and Robin suggests finding weapons. They reveal that she, she keeps two guns in her, bat, in her bedroom. And the Upside Down hopefully has versions of them there. So, they make their way to her house. Upside Down is briefly blocked by a tremor, as Jim, Jim Hopper, and Dmitri Anatov, oh, Antonov mentally prep themselves to fight the Demogorgon. They, they reminisce about the legacies they will leave, they will leave behind for their children. Hopper expresses hope that Eleven is growing up alright without him. He, mis- he, he muses that he believes he was sent to Camp Chaco to pay for his supposed crimes, but realize, realizes that he may have instead put their, put, their, put their to destroy the monster and help Eleven. Murray Bowman disguises as, disguised as Yuri. Yuri Imolov 
infiltrates the base with Joyce Byers and Yuri, disguised as Bowman and Gag as his as his captives. In Eleven's memory, Brenner does a medical examination after her after her attack attack by two. Remembering remembering his threat threat of death. She pretends she does not remember what happened. Knowing she must have been attacked by one of the children, Brenner lines them all up, deduces that two is responsible, and deducts that two is responsible and tortures him with the electric collar until he confesses while Eleven watches horrified as the group walks through the upside down. As the group walks through the upside down, Steve is quickly delighted when when Eddie tells him that Dustin thinks highly of him. He admits he is jealous of Steve's brave bravery and impressed by his character. Tired of always being being the one who runs away or stays behind, and that he only went in after Steve because Nancy and Robin went too. He points out that Nancy went after him without a moment of hesitation and suggests he tried to get her back. Before Steve can think on this, another tremor occurs. Dustin frankly radios the older teens for help. While pretending to use the bathroom to no success, Erica blackmails Lucas into explaining the situation to her. Dustin realizes that Vecna is creating, creating gates wherever he kills and hypnotizes that he is in undirely underlining underlying of the mind player, trying to weaken the barrier between the dimensions. At the wheeler's window, light flashed outside revealing revealed to be the older teens in the upside down. Having made made it to the house. Nancy leads into her bedroom but finds that her bedroom is mysteriously stuck in 1983. The day of the day of the Hawkins the day the Hawkins National Laboratory gates open. And her guns are not there. The group realizes that they can hear they can hear Dustin faintly across the dimension and realize that and realize that they can they can see electrical energy while in the upside down which illuminates in the real world when touched using them to attract the attention of the kids eleven notices two notices two's friends eleven notices two's friends watching her the orderly pull her aside and warns her that two is planning to kill her, and that Brenner will n- Brenner will let it happen, because Eleven's powers scares him. Having been the one responsible for her attack, he claims that he tried to interfere, leading Brenner to have to- having tortured him. Him tortured. Eleven asks why he continues to help her, and he insists that I believe in you. He slips her. He slips her a key card under the table. The kids swipe Holly's, Holly, Holly Wheeler's, 
light bright toy and plugs it in, allowing the teens to give them more details, detailed answers to their questions. They explain that they are stuck in the upside down. Dustin explains this theory that they that the gate has been created at every murder site, and the teens the teens decide to go to Eddie's trailer where Chrissy Cunningham was killed. Taking bikes taking bikes out of Nancy's garage at the at the same time Max is released from her interview and she and she escapes with her friends on their bikes. Erica cutting the police car's tire at the bat at the bat spot spots the teens through the through the upside down, alerting Vecna. On the day of the masquerade, Eleven Eleven waits for Brenner and Tim to leave the room before faking faking sick to the, to the another orderly and slipping away from them. She uses the keycard to get into the basement and meet and meets the orderly who who shows her to the pipe to escape escape the lab and she notices that he will not be able to fit in. He explains that he cannot escape as Brenner has implanted a chip in his neck that tracks and weakens him. Feeling guilty after all the help he has given her, Eleven offers to remove it with her powers and he allows her to. The guards find them before they can leave and trap them in the hallway, only for the orderly to kill them, revealing he has psychic abilities. He reveals to his stun to his stun eleven that he is actually one. Henry Beckham Henry Henry Beckham one. That's that's a long name. Henry Beckham one. <coughs> Try saying that two times two times fast. Henry Beckham one. Henry Beckham one. Henry. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. And tells him and tells her to visit to wait in the closet until until he can find the way out. Bowman, Bowman Roos works. I mean, you guys can pause this and try saying that two times, and then just like write it in the comments that you, if you actually did, or I'll put up a poll or something. Bowman's Reeves work. Bowman's Roos works, and the warden takes him, takes, takes him and his captives to the balcony of the air of the arena. So they can watch the prisoners fight the Demogorgon. Joyce sees Hopper relive, relieved at the confirmation that he is alive. The prisoner, the prisoners arm themselves with the weapons provided by the guards, and Hopper attempts to create a flame, flaming spear by by wrapping a torn piece of his shirt 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 around around a normal one and, and lighting it only to find that the lighter is low in fuel the warden moves to stop him forcing Bowman to securely take a gun and put it to his back blowing his cover the gate opens and the, and the Dermogan attacks the prisoner killing most of them and disrupting their strategy Hopper manages to light the spear, using it to keep, using it to keep the Demogorgon away from him. And Anatol forces 
forces it to start picking up the rest of the tribe around it. As, as the flame starts to die, Joyce and Bowman force their way into the control room, opening the arena door and allowing Hopper and Enzo to slip through. Dermogorgon almost gets through, but Hopper stabs it in the face, allowing the door to close and to shut. Joyce and Hopper reunite, and he smiles genuinely as he holds her. Yeah, that was that was a cute scene. I enjoyed it. Like, like, like his smile. This his smile made me cry. Almost made me cry. Just like his peanut butter scene. That 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 gets you too. Because that means he hasn't eaten something that good in a while, or he hasn't, or for this one, he hasn't seen Joyce in a in a year. The teens arrive at Eddie's trailer, just as the kids break open the gate with the broom, with the broom handle from the other side. They tie bed sheets together to make a rope for the teens to climb. Robin and Eddie make it through, only for Vecna to pull Nancy into a vision of Steve's pool, and confronts her with Bob with Barb Holland's rotting corpse. He. He accuses her of allowing Barb to die and forgetting about her, and blood starts spilling into the pool. Into the pool, while Steve desperately tries to rouse to rouse her into the real in the real world. Honestly, honestly, this scene, like like when I first saw it, I thought Nancy was gonna die. Like I thought it was gonna. I thought the the main character doesn't even kill was Nancy. Honestly, I didn't realize it was going to be Max. <laughs> Temporarily killed. But Eleven emerges from, emerges from the closet. And alarms start to blare to find much of the facility slaughtered and Brennan unconscious. She makes her way to the rainbow room and finds one killing two in a manner identical to Vector. As for why she is upset when she has and mistreat, mistreated constantly by the staff and children. He promises that he understands her. <coughs> Sorry. Nancy finds herself in Vecna's lair. He reveals that he knows, he knows she talked to, to Victor Grill. He shows Nancy what one is explaining to Eleven. One is actually Henry Krill. Victor's son. His parents moved to Hawkins, to Hawkins in hopes of a new environment, carrying his odd behavior. But after developing a fascination with a family of black widows, he found in the house he began to see himself as the human equivalent of one, someone who exists to purge the weakness from humanity. After discovering his ability. He first experimented by killing animals, then by torturing his family with psychic visions for their perceived weakness. After his mother suspected him and tried to have him institutionalized, he killed her and his sister, but his attempt to kill him, his father overexerted him, putting him in a coma and leaving his father to be blamed for the murders. He awoke under the care of Brenner, 
when a witness attempts to control one one that began to create other psychic children in number as he tells as he tells her that he holds holds on to his victims souls Olin realizes he has been manipulating her. He invites her to join joins forces with him, but she rejects him and the two duel. She tries to overpower him using her own advice about about tra- traumatic memories, but he gains the upper upper hand, so she instead uses her happiest her mother, telling her at birth that she loved her. Eleven throws one through the mirror and pins him to the wall. And in the real world, the lights in the facility go haywire and blood streams out of both her nostrils and her memories. She tears one apart, creating the first gate with her powers, throws him through, throws him through it. One is sent careening through the through the interdimensional hellscape where where lightning strips the flesh from his body and the present day Vecna stands still in the upside down cruel attic and close up and the close up of his left forearm reveals his 001 tattoo That was fun.